Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue. Alongside me is the world famous Joe Grande. Thank you very much, brother, and welcome to the show, Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande. Yes, we are here all the way live at Canamed. Here in Pasadena, I want to thank you guys all for listening to the show, Cannabis Talk 101. Make sure you guys check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And we have so many great articles and blogs on our website. Call us up anytime, 1-800-420-1980. Yeah, thank you very much for catching me there, brother. And go check out our Instagram page, at CannabisTalk101. Blue is at 1 Christopher Wright. Hello. I am at Joe Grande 52 And what time is it, brother? Dime time. That's right. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Dime Industry has been a leading trusted source of clean and potent medicine using state-of-the-art hardware, including premium food-grade stainless steel glass, ceramic plates, and enhanced battery life. The 1,000-milligram cartridges are amazing. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com, or on Instagram at Dime. Dot industries. Now, like I said, Blue, we're here at Canamed in Pasadena, a wonderful spot out here, and so many amazing people out here. And today we are blessed because I've heard so many people refer to this one gentleman as literally like, oh my God, he's my icon. There oh he my is. God, there he is. There he is. And, and, and I'm not going to lie when I say, <laughs> and I'm going to say this to people, and I'm saying this right here in front of him because Dr. Ethan Russo, I mean, Dude, you're referred to like borderline Moses. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like I, I almost when you they pointed at you, I was like, is he the dude walking on like he better be wa- floating? He's floating on water. Because not only this and then I'm not kidding you, Doctor. Like uh, this one lady, and then not only that, our guy, uh Ali Muffins, who he's adores like, he's a you. Super fan. Super fan. We not only super fan, fan, you ready for this? Joe, he's the one that I sent you the articles on. You know him. <laughs> 
And I go, oh, yeah, thank you. My point is, dude, it's just so dope that you have these major fans. I'm excited to have you on the show, first off, as well. Tell but, my wife. Right, exactly, right? <laughs> Tell my kids, whatever, when I get home, it's take the garbage out, do all that. Bottom line, you guys, let me let you know who's on the show with us here at the Canamed, folks. Breeders Best. Connecting independent cannabis breeders to the world market, you guys, licensing genetics from independent breeders. You just heard me say about Dr. Ethan Russo. Who is he, folks, listening out there? He's an MD. He's a board-certified neurologist. I'm going to mess up this word, but I'm going to try my best. Psychopharmacology? Correct. Ah, nice. Very nice. Thank you. Let me perk my elbow and pat myself on the back. Researcher and author. He is the founder and CEO of C Redu Science. I mean, he's done so many things. I can go on and on. The director of research and development of the International Cannabis and Cannabinoids Institute, ICCI, based in Prague, Czech Republic. He's the medical director of the uh, Cytex. Is that correct? Yeah. Cytex. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. All the previous stuff. My point is I'm just validating you right here, sir. Medical director of this from 2003 to 2014 that he's been doing this, been doing that. You're an amazing man. You were the keynote speaker here at Canamed. Just got off the stage here. He's fresh off a fresh towel that he threw to the crowd that people went crazy for grabbing it. It was like watching Michael Jackson on stage, folks, here at this conference, just yes. to give you an idea of what we're dealing with. And then, not to be shy, Nishi, don't be shy over here, the VP of Business Development of Breeders Best. I see you, Nishi Whitley. Is that correct? It's Nisha Whitley. Ni I was even, I was far, I was close, though. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nisha, that's not the N I, but the N I is, is knee. Okay, Nisha. Nisha. Nisha Whitley? Whitley. Whitley. Thank you for coming on, VP of Business Development for Breeders Best. And Mojave, did I say that right? Mojave. Mojave. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if the E was there or not. Okay, I got to practice on all your guys' new names. <laughs> yeah. Mojave Richmond, the cultivation and genetics over there, 20 plus years in the game, doing his thing. Welcome, you guys, to Cannabis Talk 101. Yes. It's great to have you guys on the show. That all being said, you just come off from speaking, doctor. I'm so curious. What, what was the pitch today like over here at Cannabis? Well, the title of my talk was Cannabis and Psychiatry, the Final Frontier. Nice. With. Uh, you know, uh, thinking of Star Trek. Yeah. Are you a Star Trek fan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he seems like a little techie. So <laughs> as, you, as you speak on that, too, I mean, I, I'm glad I got the headline there, but how do you start learning and researching? You definitely look like the most mature folk on this panel here with us right now. That means oldest. <laughs> I'm glad you're quick, you're quick too. <laughs> that being said, you know, you, you look a little older than me. I just turned 50. What, at what age do you start getting into learning more? Because you're an MD, did you immediately follow the cannabinoid system? How did that process come to you? Well, I had an interest in, in my youth. Uh, but, you know, that went into hibernation for many years as I went through medical training. Um, and I really got into this from medicinal plant research in the Amazon. When I got back, it was uh, 1996, and I quickly became embroiled in the cannabis controversy as Prop 215 was being enacted in California. Get a little closer for yeah. me, please, Doc. Sure. And, you know, it's now been 26 years that I've worked in the cannabis and endocannabinoid system space, um, doing research, both clinical and basic science. Um, was it something that led you there early on? Yeah, it was the fact that uh, as a neurologist, I was giving increasingly toxic drugs to my patients with 
fewer and fewer benefits and looking wow. for an alternative pathway to try and treat their ills. Did your colleagues look at you like you're crazy? I mean, because at that point, doctor, let's right? just call it what it is, Dr. Russo, you're sitting there as a neurologist, a highly ranked, looked at uh, profession in that medical field, right? Let's just call it what it is. Oh, neuro, hey, he's working on the head over there. He's doing some big things. And now you're going to cannabis. Yeah, Whoa. but I went to cannabis after spending my sabbatical in the Amazon rainforest, so they already thought I was weird. Sure. <laughs> that's a so good fair point. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said, though. But... but to be truthful, yeah, they looked askance at what I was doing, but when they saw the successes we, we were getting with their patients, uh, a lot of them became convinced. What were some of those early anecdotal evidence of look at what it's doing here to that, that made you go full board? Well, the most common condition we were treating at that time was multiple sclerosis, and cannabis is far and away the most effective medicine to treat many of the associated problems whether it be spasticity, muscle tightness, pain, sleep disturbance, um, bladder problems, you name it, cannabis uh, is the best uh, treatment. And as you look at treating that like that, as you say that, how does one figure that out? Is it done on a rat, like on a lot of medications that I've heard of before? How do you guys come to these conclusions? I, and, and Dr. Russo, I say this with, I know anecdotally there's there, right? Oh, my cousin said this, my dad, my mother, I get that aspect. I'm wondering from the medical professional aspect at the high level that you've worked at, you would use other specimens to, to become, okay, this is medically proven. Well, this is a different situation because it's not a new drug. We have documented medical uses going back 4,000 years or more. Uh, so we can really look to the wisdom of the past to have a good idea of how to use this now to treat a variety of illnesses. But to answer your question, yes, you have to uh, do laboratory studies, work with receptors, do animal studies, and eventually uh, get back into humans uh, to uh, get this done with randomized controlled trials. So there are many different ways to provide the evidence. And, um, and is that what Breeders Best does? Well, uh, this is a means to an end. Breeders Best is an organization that's devoted to supporting independent cannabis breeders uh, and developing their unique chemovars, chemical varieties of cannabis, uh, so that they have a controlled market for them and these can be developed for therapeutic use. As this sounds so interesting and great, am I to understand what you're saying by, you're gonna figure out what that person is growing needs and then put that in the genetics of the plant for each person so every plant that every person's growing, breeders best will help form the genetics of that seed to work with their body properly? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, that's really a good way to describe it. Um, it's a path towards individualized medicine. But it's it crazy also, that that's happening right sure, now. Sure, but it also can be a pathway to pharmaceutical cannabis-based medicines. And what, what do you guys do there then? I, I know Dr. Russo, are you just like the head there? Or you speak for them? Or, uh, or how do you guys no, work this here? What do you guys uh, do? 
This is the brainchild of uh, Dale Hunt, who's standing over there, hopefully admiring. I was over here looking at at, at Dale's picture here, and I'm going, "That's not Dale right there," you know, because you're. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm all zooming in. I'm like, wait, no. And then he's sneaking over there. Well, Anishi's the VP of Business Development. I believe Mojave's probably the grower that's been growing for 20 plus years of the plants here. Is is that clear to say? Yeah. Um, Well, I've been growing for quite a bit longer than that. Started. It was in a my child early days. Prodigy. Yeah, exactly. But no, I'm a head of uh, cultivation and horticulture. So when people have, when breeders present us with a variety, we have to evaluate its um, its various characteristics and figure out how well it would grow for under specific circumstances. Now, are you growing on a massive scale or just a just like race specific scale? We don't grow ourselves. Okay. Our, our, we we license genetics to commercial. Cultivators. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. If I may. Uh, Please, jump right in. Niche. Nisha. 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 Can we respell your, can I spell your name better so I can read it properly? Exactly. I'm going to add the double E in there. Yes, so. Get closer to the mic first. Dale had this idea that independent cannabis breeders were being left behind. And basically, these people have been working some 20, 30 years in the industry to develop really important chemovars, often called strains or varieties. And chemovars or cultivars? Is there, can you guys explain the difference? Uh, yeah, a cultivar is a cultivated variety. A chemovar is a, a chemical type of cannabis. And I, there really are no strains in cannabis. You have strains of bacteria and viruses, but I prefer chemovars because it describes what the chemical contents of the plant are. I love that. I really I, yeah, like that because, as well. That was very yeah, well. I, I've never even heard it. Like I, I, I actually I mean, want to like elaborate chemovar, on that like, a little bit more because you're right. The strain, strains are what? That's almost like bacteria, a bacteria strain. So, yeah. What else is a strain? The bacteria. You said viruses. A virus. Yeah, so, we, so a strain should be called. It shouldn't be called a strain. No, no. Yeah. So what should it be called again? Chemovar. 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 Or cultivars yeah, so or, or varieties, depending cultivar. if, it's, if yeah. it's a... Because a, you're mixing everything, the cultivars and, and the... Yes. Only, only cannabis is the only plant that's called a strain. This might be and, the takeaway of this trip. And it might it probably is a takeaway for sure. It is sure. a takeaway, right? It's just got it taken away. It's just yeah. a takeaway well, right Because I, I think what you... What, I mean, I, and I... I you know, I want to almost think that it come from the streets, you know, and and, that, and that's why the language is the way it is. And then here you are educating and trying to put it back into into it, its real form of, of what the name should be called. Yeah, it came from the vacuum what? because cannabis was so poorly studied for so long and so many people wanted to know uh-huh. the proper nomenclature and speak to it the right way. And, and there were some some books put out and some early articles in the 90s and seed wow. catalogs that were being offered in strain and strand was often used, so people yeah, just jumped yeah. on it. And that's, I mean, that's my yeah. been my language the whole time, and it's just I, I feel like it's just like uh, I, I I hate to use these terms, but I feel like it's the street terms now that you just kind of. Educated. I feel like that too. I'm yeah, like, dude, like it's so got, like, cold. Just, I'm writing not. Str- I'm writing in my <laughs> notebook, and not only am I. Look at this. It's the first thing I'm writing in the notebook that I got here. Yeah. This is the first note that I'm writing because it's, it's that great. important. It's great, though. And, and I think that message, Seriously. it's our duty to make sure that message I'm gonna gets out. I'm going to continue to spread so we, this we, message. Well, we've got to study doing. it better so that we Much can really better. articulate it well. Doctor, what are you doing tonight? Can you go to dinner with us? <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah. Hold on a second. got to write this down again. It's not a strain. That's a virus. Chemovar. C-H-E-C-H. C-H-E-M-O-V-A-R. Chemovar. Chemovar are? 
Well, you can call them cultivars, but chemovar speaks more specifically to the chemical properties of a particular cultivar or a variety. Or variety. Yeah. yeah. Although there is a very interesting, healthy debate about this topic between Ethan and our CEO, Dale Hunt. Uh-oh. So oh, really? I, well, Dale's over there. Dale, come grab the mic and let's talk about it. Get over here, Dale. Come on. I, I think a fun show us. would come be on. to hear the two of well, them Well, let's go. I, well, I do want to hear Dale. Get, get him a wireless mic. Dale, can you get, get him a mic real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Can him and Mojave share the mic, or can we get him a mic over here, Pitt, real quick? So we work with independent breeders to ensure that they have a pathway to commercialization for their rare and unique chemovars. Because if the plant doesn't have a patent on it, somebody else could actually patent their work. And so we exist to bridge the gap between independent cannabis breeders and commerce. And so... That's what we do. And so we look for these unique genetics that could help in treating cancer or pain or just give somebody a nice high. And so we want to increase the amount of genetic diversity that exists in commerce so that we have a pathway to individualized medicine wow. that and we so, don't currently have. Oh, we got the chills. So, I know he just got them too. It's I great. Let me stop you for one second. It's because we've been waiting for this movement to happen to really happen right and we and we we have everybody coming in and and you know the people have their their ideas of of uh you know is it the terpenes that, that make well, these profiles will make you do this or that but there's no one specifically breaking it down and 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 or has spent the time or had the education to do so and we've like we're dying to hear this you know so i thank you guys actually for well, for taking don't us to die that to level. hear it yeah well you know what we mean yeah this. that's what we do now and now what's this debate that you're talking about with with the doctor and anisha you were Hunt. saying that the CEO of Breeders Best has a different opinion. Is it a different opinion about the chemover or cultivators or what, what is it? Chemovar versus strain. Chemovar versus strain. Welcome, Dale CEO Hutt. Dale. Thank you. Thank you, Dale. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, it's Dale, good, but Dale. But uh, <laughs> we needed you. I, I want to hear your thoughts. First of all, welcome, Dale, to the Thank show. You. The CEO of Breeders Best. I don't know why you're too good for us to not join us. I don't know because you have better <laughs> hair than us or something else. But you're not better than us, okay? I'm just saying. Next time, get your ass over here. Do you hear me? Anytime. Okay. Anytime. Next. Now that being said, welcome to the show, buddy. Um, what's the big deal? I, I don't understand the, the, the difference. Do you think it's a strain? Or uh, you're, Dr. Russo. Dr. Russo. What does he know, right? I mean, what does this bozo know? I want to hear what you know. First off, what's your credentials too, Dale CEO? Back it up with some credentials like I did with Dr. Russo He's before. modest. I'm so sure he has them. That's why I want to hear kinda it. kind of underplay it. Oh, I'm sure he has them. That's why I try to bait him out of him to try to make him All right, really give him to me. All right, bring it. That's why I want, I want you to bring it. <laughs> bring I, I, it. I want you to bring it. It's a good place to bring I it. I know you have it. You're the CEO of this company that's doing all these amazing things. You're not a, you know... You got it. So break it down for us, okay. please. Well, and I'm sorry I didn't do the research to do it for you. I would have done it. That's okay. And I appreciate the mic. I, I'm actually was not going to be on this today because I'm on tomorrow to talk about something else. But with us, if you don't mind, with no, you. fantastic. Yeah, yeah please. Oh, yeah, well, then I take all that back. No, no, go ahead. whatever. But go, go ahead. ahead. But this is get, get out of here, guy. <laughs> well, so, thanks for raining on my parade. He's double dipping. <laughs> He's double dipping. Right, double dipper over here. I like him. Oh, good for okay. him. So. The reason I got into this is I started off as a botany student, and I stuck around. What is that? That's the study plants. of plants. Oh, botany. Okay, botany. botany. Yeah. yeah. So um, after that, I did a master's in plant genetics, 
and I still didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up, so I went to school to be a, get a PhD in molecular and cellular biology, studying plants. And then I went Plant to strains, by the way, doctor. That's what he learned. <laughs> Just want to throw that in. But go ahead. Yeah, you know, Ethan and I have been friends until right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> so go ahead. That might be my fault. So after, <laughs> after that, I went to law school and I became a patent attorney. And Ooh. I've worked for a long time working, among other things, with plant breeders, protecting their genetics, their work. Um, it started off in fruits and flowers. And then for about eight years, I've been working in cannabis. Um, so along the way, I started my own law firm, started this company, but this goes back to a blog that I wrote a few years ago. I have a blog it's at plantlaw.com. If, if you really ever want to go to sleep quick, open that up. Um, but I like this guy. I was, I was at MJ yeah, VizCon a, a few years ago, and I, I used the term strain, and somebody corrected me and said, no, don't, don't use that term. It's, it's, it's kind of... It's the street, right? Like you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I studied it and I wrote a blog explaining the difference between strain, cultivar variety. Um, but then as I have interacted more with plant breeders and with people in the community, and as I've come to understand really the way cannabis genetics gets kind of, I'd say, perfected or improved over various successive generations of breeding, I think there's a point at which you've got something that you define perhaps as a chemovar. It's got a lot of this, a little bit of that, a bunch of other good things, and it's kind of consistent chemically, but it's not very uniform genetically. And a lot of times somebody's got a, a pack of seeds, and it really may not yet qualify as a variety or as a, as a variety botanically, but it's, people need to put a term on it. And I think, I don't know if this is the intention or if it was just a happy accident, but when they refer to something in cannabis as a strain, to me, there is something about that that there's some imprecision. It, it, it means, okay, I'm not calling this a variety. I'm not, I don't know if this is uniform or stable enough to be called a variety. I'm just going to call it, this is my selection. And when you're selecting bacteria or fungi in certain situations, you refer to those as strains, um, certainly uh, uh, viruses. And that's kind of the final step for classification of some of those things. Um, here, I'm, I'm giving a long science answer. No, I love it. No, I love, no, I love it. it. I'm so there. Go, no, I right, continue. Keep going. Oh, right. no, dude, it's so poetic. <laughs> it really is. I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah. It's, um, good. That's how I feel. So I wrote a second blog post last year, kind of commenting and revising my first one. And th this one's titled, uh, Don't Let the, str the Term Strain Strain You. And it isn't directed at my dear friend Ethan, but it, you know, I think there's a real there's a there's a. You had a ding. You had mail after that went out. <laughs> but, I mean, Excuse me, Doctor Russo here. Just FYI, asshole. <laughs> oh man, I Never. got an article uh, in response that. Oh no way! The subtitle was "No Strain, No Gain." They're gangbanging no on articles. No gain. <laughs> They're blog banging. They were blog banging on each other. I love it. No strain. Doctor no. Russo is a strain. <laughs> Here's the new blog. This oh, wow. is great. From Dale. That's so we're going to have to go into family counseling. <laughs> yeah. this. So this what happened? Then the second blog comes out. And go ahead, Dale. And, and it just basically made the point that in strict scientific terms, nobody's associated the term strain with plants. Sure. But that there's, there's almost a kind of humility about saying, I'm not calling this a, a new variety yet. It's not stable enough. It's just something I have and that I like. And it seems to be consistent enough that I can give it to my friends or I can sell it. Um, once it becomes stable enough to be a variety, that's when we can patent it. 
And so I think strain is just kind of a more general term that, that it, not in a scientific sense, but in street parlance, it really fits, actually. Yeah. I, I and like I said, I felt when, when, when he was educating me on, on that right now, I felt like, shit, we've been using street terms. You know, it's like saying weed. But you blue, know, and it's, isn't it you know, funny it's like weed that is not, you know, it's not really the word for it. You know? Dr. Russo and Dale, though, I feel like I agree with both of them. If we were to pull the cannabis court, right? Like, if we were to pull cannabis court, cannabis <laughs> talk one on one court. Decision. Hold on, let the jury talk amongst each other real quick. You guys can watch and, and see how we talk about you. The one with the gray hair, oh, wait, that's the both of them. The one with the, uh, no, just kidding. The better hair. The better, yeah, the one with the better, longer hair. He came in strong with explaining Dale his side, which I felt like Dr. Russo really made me feel educated on that minus the street talk, well, I think taking away what Dale said. I feel like, especially with Dale's background and everything, I feel like that's what we've learned. And it's not a taboo strain. It's, it's what we've been taboo, learned. But I think the question is, it's is a good are, point. We, are we ready to patent it? Oh, we're, we're patenting all kinds of cultivars right now. That's we've a good we've point. patented yeah, a lot yeah. of then, cannabis. Well, then that would that That's would. That's what we do you know, at Breeders Pass. Well, well, yeah. That, well, so that would be actually to to um, Ethan's uh, is Ethan yep. Doctor Russo. Doctor Russo. Doctor Russo's. Um, you know, to his point, then if if it's uh, patentable, then it isn't a strain anymore. Correct. It's, if I, I Ooh, think good call, blue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just you, I mean, you asked me to be the judge in court. That guy's right name now. right there is Christopher Wright. Yeah. Recognize. <laughs> you're, you're making peace in the family too here, yeah. so that's good. I appreciate I it. No, but I, I like mean, it because I mean, we're talking this out, you guys, and I think this is a great dialogue because yeah. I want to know too. Like, I literally think this was amazing. What you just said, Doc, and what you just oh, said. Oh yeah, was they're amazing. both. Definitely more and I'm educated like, than I am. Yeah, me too. And that's why I wanted to hear two bozos. I wanted you guys to hear two bozos talk about it in layman's term to see which one makes sense too. But I feel like I have a good mentality of what I like to figure out and the who, how, what's, when's. But damn, you both keep coming. But now Blue yeah. just went, nope, Dr. Wins. No, well, I didn't I didn't say no. I just said it to his point, though. I mean, and even your If point, you're doing a patent, he doing, wins. Yeah, and if you are, that I'm is. picking a winner here. I'm I, trying I to win find because one. I'm the patent attorney. Yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to hire you to do it. <laughs> this is Dale, true. you're the winner of my book now, hands down. What a great company you have in Great Line. Let's take a break and come right back. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Keep it locked. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Turn that typical into something special, folks. When it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience. Visit that website, LorenOils.com. Now, it's Cannabis Talk 101. We're not going to be fighting over strains and all this other fun stuff. We're all the way live at Canamed here in beautiful Pasadena, California. And we are with some amazing people, and we're talking off the air about what Breeders Best is doing. And, and Dr. Arusso and Dale, the CEO, joins us, as well as Nisha, who's the VP of Business Development, and Mojave Richmond, cultivator for 20-plus years and been doing it on his own. Now, Mojave, do, do you work with hand-in-hand Dale on something like this, or does Dr. Russo come in with all his stats and facts and go, hey, sprinkle a little bit of this, sprinkle a little bit of that, or is it a combination of both? Because hearing Dale's experience... It's like, aha, okay, do you get down over here and talk to Mojave and sit down? How does that work with you guys? Yeah, we all, we meet regularly and we all go through just about every aspect of the company together as a team. And, you know, when we get a new cultivar submitted, one of the first things we do is we present it to Ethan. So you drink the Kool-Aid. You're you're a cultivar guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, Dale, he just gave you one of those. I'm just letting you know. No comment. No comment. (laughs) No, I know. It's tough. You know, sativa. Guess what? I I think I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid, too, though. Don't get me wrong. I think I'm a cultivar. Jump in, man. I'm a cultivar guy. Sorry, continue. I'm going to have to be able to explain it a little better before I start becoming a cultivar guy. Because I'm going to get jammed. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to pull an idiot to move. Listen to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, listen to why I call it cultivar now. But go ahead. Yeah. No, when when we presented with the COA and it's got the you know the list of all the various cannabinoids and terpenes, Ethan has a look at it and to, to evaluate whether there's something unique and special because there's a lot of the same same in our business. You know, there's a lot. There's some foundational elite clones that were passed around: OG Kush, Sour Diesel, sure. Blue Dream, sure. Jack Herrera. And everyone used them, and they all got crossed, and it's kind of a polyhybrid world where you just kind of encounter high myrcene, high THC varieties are pretty much what dominate the shelf. So well, we're looking for things that are outliers, you know, for people who've kind of been on their own, in their own community, breeding by themselves, not doing the whole cross everything you get your hands on. The special. Yeah. Is yeah, there anything exactly. that you guys have found that you go, oh, my God? Yeah. Like, because here's a funny yes. story. As I say the oh my god moment, there's a one oh my god moment with my boy little Rich, who you met, that came by the by the by the campus, and the one that I smoked the last blunt with Biggie Smalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had this cannabis back in the day that was that one mm-hmm. that still to this day, if we can make the one, which we're gonna probably make that one. So I want to get talk with Rich and say you got to try this. My point is, there's that one in my head. You've been seeing all these people. People come to you guys from all over the world. Maybe countries, yes. whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Is there one that stands out? Maybe even different ones for each we one of you guys. We currently have eight exclusive. Oh my God, varieties. In really? There's catalog. eight of them that you guys are like. Oh my God. What about Doctor Russo? Anything that makes you go? Well, sure. You know, we're really again <laughs> emphasizing the unique and therapeutic. So we're really interested in the so-called so-called minor cannabinoids like cannabigerol and tetrahydrocannabivirin. Also, things with unique terpenoid profiles that are really going to give you the flavor and aroma 
and effects that are different from the average high THC, high mercine chemovar that uh, is so prevalent. You know, Dr. Russo, I, I, I have a question. I, I guess this is probably for, you know, Hunt and Russo, for all of you guys, I guess. You know, when they say sativa, indicas, oh you know, oh hybrids. Because oh. they're good. Look at them. Look at them. Oh, look, I love you. Look, get them. The, the reason I, I, I'm, I'm going here is because I'm, I've been telling people for a long time, there's no such thing as uh, indica and sativa. I, I, I feel that the plant has been so morphed into so many different times, they've all got to be hybrid, right? And I, and I might, and everybody, no, you're wrong, dude. That's a sativa, and, dog. And I just like, dude, I don't know. If it was an indica, I'd be all on the couch and, right now. Yeah, and I'm not a doctor, but I'm like, dude, I, I don't believe it because I've smoked a lot of freaking pot and cannabis or whatever the hell you want to call it. And not once have I been like, oh, this is sativa or this is indica. I just feel like that's a kind of a bullshit statement yeah. that people are using to sell. It, it, it is. is it? Your thoughts? It is. Well, well actually, it, there are sativas and indicas. Okay. But they're not what we think they are. Okay, beautiful. So, what do you mean by that? So, sativa was a, a northern European fiber variety. And what does that mean? Fiber meaning variety. Meaning like, like hemp. 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 More Traditional hemp. Traditional Sativa hemp. was made for hemp. Low okay. THC. Got you. And indica, meaning from India, which is oh. what the word means, okay. were, were, uh, was a drug variety and very similar looking to sativa, um, tall, narrow leaf. But then in the 70s, when we started importing Afghani varieties. The Afghanistan strands. And, I and there that. was an attempt to, to classify indica as a subspecies of cannabis sativa in order to avoid a particular uh, law enforcement case. Um, we started calling these Afghani varieties indicas. And then we started calling these narrowly varieties sativas because cannabis sativa kind of embodied the whole genome. So... We wow. got it all mix, mixed up. So it's completely when pe- backwards. Yeah, and when wrong. people yeah. say they're smoking an indica, they're actually smoking an Afghani-based variety, which is a broadleaf, more associated with a sedative effect. Nice. And when they're smoking a sativa, they're smoking what is actually an indica, which is a narrowly variety. But to your earlier point, they've all been hybridized at this point. Yeah, that's what I. That's they, that's where I. Mojave yeah. being a lot deeper than just his name. I mean, that was as dope as a kid. You know what I mean? Dale, he's a lot smarter than you gave him credit for earlier. Earlier, yeah. This dude True, over here yeah. going when you bring him this on. This is be why nice Kemabar works. <laughs> yeah, be nice to him. It's much more accurate. Right. But but I think it's fair to say that when people approach cannabis, they are trying to put it into a classification system that can say like. You know, I saw a, a. You want to put it somewhere? Yeah. I saw a billboard recently in downtown LA, which I thought really addressed the, the concept, even though the nomenclature is wrong. It said sativa for the streets, indica for the sheets, uh, and it was for a dispensary, yeah. right? And their point was like, look, if you're going to wake up in the morning and get in your car and go drive in traffic and go to work and fill out forms, you don't want to smoke a heavily sedating variety that's going to screw up your whole day. I think that's the message that should be pushed personally too. Yeah. Even though it's not the real deal, I think I, I like that messaging personally yeah. too. I feel like even though it's not legit, legit, but it's the right messaging. Right. And you know, it's the one that everybody hears. And and it's kind of hard to change things. I mean, there's the concept that mistakes and errors turned Latin into French. Right. And eventually people land and say, hey, we're going to call it something else and we're going to change the language. So 
if people need it to be sativa to understand what they're trying to, sure. then maybe that's why we've had well, so much Well, and you know what? And just to be clear, yeah. I'm sorry, Doc, but I still understand strain. So, Dale, it kind of wins with me. Because I'm going to still call it strain just in front of the Doc. I'm acting like well, when, but we have a divided what, house. Between you and I, I'm strain. Well, the, when you say strains, so it, it sticks. My point is to that. Of a, of, of a fungus or some kind of a strain. But it does like, when the know. doctor says that, but I still think of what strain but, you're growing. But, like, yeah. I still think that. Yeah, but the No matter what, I always think of, like, if I see six plants in someone's backyard, I think... What kind of strains are those? <laughs> that, thank you. You know, That's and, what I think. And, and so, you know, for me, it's it's funny because I think they have a lot of different effects for me. So, like, I, I, I often... I don't like um, what I would be taught as indicas to put you in the couch, Phil. I don't like that, Phil. I like the, you know, smoke Alert. and active and, and witty and because... And, so, but it's so hard to find that. So, essentially, what you guys are saying at, at Breeders... Uh, uh, breeders best is you guys are looking for those strains that you can identify and say this one is gonna really cr Chris this one's gonna give you that uppity feel that you really are looking for and this one really gonna put you to bed at night and this one's really gonna make you hungry for appetite and so on correct Hundred percent. Energetic. I want to be creative. I want to be at peace. I'm begging have, for that. Yes. I'm begging for that. But know? wouldn't that all play into the genetics of my, like if you gave Blue and I something, we both smoked the same or used the same oil that's supposed to make us both. Let's use use creative that you said the second time. Wouldn't it still? Uh, are you saying it's only going to be a flower, or is it going to be condensed into an oil as well? First off, oh. with Breeders Cup, like what are you guys gonna? How is that coming out from the from the process? It depends on the the the, the 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 license agreement. I mean, we're licensing plants. These eight can consist, be, okay. Let's use one of these eights that you no, guys I, referred to, right? And then Blue's using that as an example, which I like because I wanted to know how I would consume it, and, and I wanted to understand if you guys thought that what you made was going to be good for everybody that smokes it. Like, I think it's better to say it just in a blanket state. Like, is he going to get the same high as I am? Well, you know, it's, it it's be interesting because, because years ago I presented a, a energetic variety to someone, and this is this is way back in the day, back before we knew anything about what was going on. And she said, "Well, actually, you know what? Those varieties actually don't work very well for me." And I was like, "Really?" And then she went to explain that she has ADHD and that she takes right. That's Ritalin what I mean. Somebody wants to stop taking the Ritalin. Her chemistry was totally different. Yeah, absolutely. but you can kind of make a general. Point. It's How about this? If everyone's healthy and good and normal, yeah, if we're all on an even field, but yeah. you're not taking the, right. you know, I mean, what are you taking? But if everybody's here, that's what you're saying, right? If everybody's here on the even field, not taking anything else. So that's good to say. Let's take a break and come right back. We'll come back with the third segment. I still want to talk. Oh, is that the end of the show? We're on the third segment? Mm. Oh, perfect then. We're, we're going to keep going. Real quick then, you guys. Um, Doc, how hard is it for you to convince people that look at you and say, you're just a weed doctor? Or you're this, or you're that, because I'm sure there are those idiots out there that think this. I well, mean, we know they're out there, right? They're, maybe they don't have the balls to say it to your face. Yeah, well, if I believed that, I would have retired to the golf course Well, I know you don't believe it, right? Ago. But, I mean, but, but <laughs> when you sit <laughs> there and, and, and when you're convincing people that, let's just face it, everything that you guys have said and described, I think there should be 50,000 people right here at this convention alone. Just waiting to hear this and preach to the choirs, right? And more people know. on top of that should be knowing this. This is why it's still the taboo. This is why it's not federally legal. This is why we're still fighting the fight. This is why we're out here pushing this out on this podcast to do what I'm foreseeing what this is. So my point is, at, in the medical profession, you know, when you speak to these other doctors, I guess what I'm really trying to ask is, how hard is it to convince a colleague of yours 
to really see the benefits of the cannabis. Well, very, but what we very need is to a good do, word. very, <laughs> what we need to do is uh, demonstrate uh, results in randomized controlled trials. That's the sine qua non of medical proof. And there are just many doctors that won't accept anything except an FDA-approved pharmaceutical. Um, but I see three echelons of cannabis activity. There's herbal cannabis uh, that you might recommend to a friend. Then there might be a more standardized supplement uh, kind of a preparation. And finally, the highest echelon uh, is the Food and Drug Administration-approved pharmaceutical. Um, but we we have an eye towards all three stages, if you will. You mean we as the company here? Sure. I, I love how you said that, though, because that's so well, once again, you guys have been awesome, by the way. Yeah. I've gotten a few big, big bites from here. And, and, and do we have a third segment? We do have a third segment. I thought we did. Thank you very much. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We're going to come back. We're going to break real quick. Pitt told me the show is over. We'll be right back after this. He was sleeping. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Are you looking for a high-quality seed, you guys? Head to rocketseeds.com or on IG at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at a fair price. Head to rocketseeds.com right now. Now, as we talk to you guys and, and I see that, I feel like everyone and anyone can be your patient, business partner, call you guys, go on your line. As the business development department, like, like who, who is the target audience? Because if I wanted to grow my own, I can call you guys, right? Like, you guys can help me with that? Or is it only big grows? Or yeah, who's your audience? What's your budget, Joe? <laughs> what kind of budget you got, We Joe? are big supporters of Home Grow. Uh, we really? Think home Grow is really important. See, that's what I feel like it is, too. That's what I feel like. I can call and be like, dude, I want you guys to help me. Because what we have is already going to be covered by patent by the time it gets out to people. If somebody abuses that, we, we don't want to make money off home growers. We just want them to be able to grow. The, the money that we're going to make for breeders as a company is really going to come from the larger production licenses that we give. So we are committed to home grow. 
And if someone is willing to agree that they're not going to propagate it, they're not going to breed with it, it's just for them, we want them to have that. Now, that's, uh, I think that's, that's just amazing. an ethical commitment we have as a company. But we still, we're, we're in business to make money for the breeders that give us their license. And the, the cool thing is that's why patents are important is because if you have a patent and somebody breaks their, their agreement or somebody shares with somebody and they didn't even do an agreement, you can still go to them and say, look, you know, what you're doing is costing our breeder money. You're hurting people. We need you to stop or we need you to take a license. So that... And yeah. that's coming from a patent lawyer, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about there. Well, so, so I mean, you know, if I just want to grow something at the house, and what does that look like for me? How do I, how do I actually uh, make this happen? Well, well we would, our, our genetics are available through a commercial license, and some of those commercial licenses might actually be providing to a dispensary, for instance. Sure. So those varieties might be available through a regular retail outlet. Gotcha, yeah. Right. As we look through so many things, you guys, and anybody could answer this because you guys are all on the same page as we all are moving it forward. You guys are just doing it at a different level and different speeds, which is awesome to have eight wow strains or whatever you want to call them. What are those yeah, eight? I call them no. Yeah, what, what, let's go back to those real quick. What, what are the eight? You kind of said one, but why do those eight stand out to you, Nisha? They stand out because they are unique. And many of them, I would say at least half of them, have won very important awards and uh, they're generally going to be specific and then th that the chemical profile is addressing a certain need in the human body. So one was specifically bred for treating PTSD. We have another that was uh, bred for helping people with um, treating symptoms of cancer. Uh, one of our uh, cultivars is super unique because it's very high in CBG, actually producing somewhere between 8 and 11 percent CBG with no CBD or THC, which is super rare. It also has uh, more than 5 percent terpenes, which is unique. So I think that, you know, some of the others on the panel might want to talk about um, maybe some of the other varieties yeah, we, that we, we have Yeah, we also have some high THCV varieties, which are known to be good for... Um, what is THCV? Uh, Ethan, you want to give sure. a little background? So it's yeah, tetrahydrocannabivarin. It's got a three-carbon side chain instead of the five-carbon side chain of THC. It's also different to THC because um, it, at a low dose, is actually what's called a neutral antagonist at the CB1 receptor. That means that it allays hunger rather than producing the munchies. Wow. But despite that, it, it's not a downer. Uh, if people had a pure uh, chemovar of this, they would feel like their senses were a little heightened. They'd feel sharp. Uh, they wouldn't be hungry. Uh, it's also good for nerve-based pain, and uh, it has effects against seizures. I need that right now. Yeah. Seriously, everything I, you're describing, yeah. I'm going, can I take that? Yeah, that's the one I like. It, <laughs> well, that's the, it. We want to get that kind of variety into the hands of people that might appreciate it or need it. Dr. Russo, you, st you smoke? I, I haven't smoked for many years. What people, is this? THCV? People have a misconception. No, they it? probably think I'm high all the time. Yes. <laughs> I do know my subject, but most of it's based on past experience. Um, so, yes. Hold on. What, what is this that he's taking right now? Okay. So, do you, you just use the oils? Just a little THCV. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I will use oils and, and such when I need it to treat something. It would be um, so great if he just touched it with his lips right now and just put your tinks in his mouth. <laughs> 
I would love him for it. And he just did it like a straw. You know, so like, oh, here you go. And he hands it back to her like, hey, thanks for the tinkster. <laughs> exactly. How'd it taste? That happens so many times. Oh, I, I punched somebody if they did that with mine. Oh, I, you got to have the respect like Blue just dripped here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Itself, you can't just do that and put it was, in your mouth. In the mirror, it it's very nice. You should even offer somebody because you don't even know how people are. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't offer mine to nobody. I'm not even kidding, because people are just My disgusting. Share. Like that. There's just the normal you folk, know, you just don't know. So so what did I just take? Is that, is that the THC? It, it the, did have THCB in oh, it. Oh, I love that. Because yeah. that does sound like like, like my, my style right there. Exactly. We're really excited about our THCB variety at the moment. Good, good, a, good, uh, a good natural taste? Yeah. No, uh... It actually tastes a little different. Didn't you ready taste for this? Quite as, say, as I say yeah, natural yeah. taste, folks, I'm just going to be 100 in front of them. No dirt taste like I'd normally just that natural it's has clean. a dirt taste. It's, it's a, a very clean natural taste. It's a little taste. cleaner. Yeah. It doesn't have the natural dirt grass taste like sometimes you taste some that has that. It's got an earth taste, but it doesn't have the, the, the it's so much of a bite. There was a little flavor, too. What was that flavor? There's a little. But that's not the THCV that you're tasting. There's what a little something yeah, in there, that? though. What is that? Terpenes. That's just terpenes? That's what the terpenes? Do we know? I do not remember the terpenes in this particular t-shirt. She's like, that was liquid Sorry. LSD, boys. So, <laughs> so, something that I want to ask you guys, but and everyone could give their opinions and thoughts, but I think, Dr. Russo, you may have a better elaborate answer that something that Blue and I have been pushing and wanting, and which is everything maybe you guys want to. Research and development and utilizing cannabis in the same aspect that I know at 225 pounds Thank you. I've lost a lot of weight. Uh, how many he Advils has. I need to take right. at my weight? I know what I need to do. It used to be 300 pounds, but my point is I lost the weight. That's why I made a joke about that. But my point is I used to know four Advils is what I take. I want the research for as simple as that for everything else, but as simple as that for somebody who was taking Advils four times every four hours for my bad ankle that I just had surgery on. For, for, for knowing the, you know... Uh, when you the, go to TVS and you see, dose. you know, you go down the aisles and you see the take this for that. And, and I'm talking about the simple pains and normal common folk problems, right? The normal common folk problems. When do we foresee that chart that foresees male between uh, 90 pounds and 120, 150 to 200 should take X amount of CBD, That's 0.12. Am I off to think that? That, Will that ever happen? Possible? Yeah. Is it possible? No, it's not in this instance because this is not a medicine that you take on a milligram per kilogram basis. But couldn't we get, Doctor, a, a, a dose? Like yes. Maybe this. This is the thing, but it has to be individualized. Everybody's innate endocannabinoid system is a little bit distinct. Same so, thing with pills, too, though, no? In a pharmaceutical no, level? No, not so much. Uh, there, you, you go They're often by, by people's weight. In this instance, you have to titrate, in other words, slowly elevate your dose to the point where it's going to provide relief to the symptoms, hopefully without side effects, meaning intoxication or being too high sure. or getting paranoid or that kind of thing. Because I, I do get paranoid sometimes, right? If I, if, I do, if I take an edible, like if I take anything over 10 milligrams, I'm over here like, 
oh shit like and i and i just and then you know my wife can sit there and take you know 50 of the same damn thing i took and she's just like I can't you ready to go somewhere and you're like yeah. i can't go nowhere and I'm over here sweating going <laughs> dude like you know you ready like, to go to dinner no yeah. can you pick it up for me please yeah like are, are you sure just lock the door i just want to eat in like the bathroom that. and i get scared and i feel like you know like 30 milligrams i've been like scared when's the last time you felt like that though is it recent well, i don't let myself do it anymore i'm not but you know I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Can, you know I thought, so oh, yeah these are great so dr russo is it fair to say that you just rained on my parade is that not going to happen like uh, am i am i no, am i delusional the, the good news is that if somebody has an ailment they're trying to treat with a cannabis-based medicine it's very likely that they'll find a dose that provides the kind of relief they want and without being problematic for them at the so same it's more time. of a self it's more of a self-medicated you so have you to d- figure it out it, yeah, sure, but that's not so difficult. Uh, the key thing is to not overshoot at the beginning and, you know, have a bad experience. Well, have, well I was just going to add that, you know, the, one of the challenges in our modern market is everyone shops by the numbers, right? Everyone shops like, how much does it cost and how potent is it? And Fair. And, and because they want to get the biggest bang for their buck, right? It's expensive, overtaxed. We know all the issues, right? Um, but it doesn't speak to potency, because there's so much more going on than just how much THC is in a product. It's a, and because about the, potency could affect blue different than it affects me. Totally, exactly. So, so what we what we need to come to, which is challenging for cannabis, is that some way of describing potency on a label. Which there's groups like Phytofacts like and SC like Labs is trying to figure out a way with color coded kind of. Leafly this dry. could do this on this potency. Exactly. This is the peak of it. If you're prone this is the to anxiety, I like this. I like maybe what don't saying. don't do this because this is yes. more likely yes. to cause. If you, this is more likely to make. Well, the same thing like we see on these pill commercials. This could cause this. This could cause that. They're still buying them. Yeah, these pharmaceutical yeah. companies are buying primetime network television spots. You know what I mean? So it's obviously working. Yeah. And it's, you could die. Oh, I'm going to buy that. Hey, Doc, what is but, this new pill? But, but, but the reality is, is there could be an 18% THC variety that could knock someone off their feet and cause a major adverse reaction where a 35% and turn them against it where they hate cannabis Yeah, exactly. Now. So and they're not even an advocate for it. They hate it. They go spreading the word going, exactly. it's the worst thing yeah. ever for you. Yeah. It's so crazy to think that that could happen to somebody. It, it does has. happen. It does happen. It, it does it, all the time. You know, my, my mom, you know, she 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 has always been against cannabis. In fact, she left my father, you know, because of cannabis because he taught us how to sell weed when we were young kids. But that's beside the point. But you know, and and then one day she's having alcohol and and she said, you know what, I I, I want to try it. And my my nephew and I'm like, why didn't you call me? Like, why? You know, he's 17 <laughs> or 18 years old at the time. He's like, here, try this brownie. You were so must have been so sad. I was so pissed. That's the first I time I heard so this story. It's so great. Yeah, oh my so god. She, she's she's like, oh, she smoked fell, or what'd I you do? Fell over. And, oh, she no, smoked. No, no, she ate a brownie, <sighs> and on it, that was not even from a store. So the milligrams were like, oh, here, it's irrelevant to whatever the number that he said. This is. But this is your brother's son, though, at least. Yeah. So your it, brother has a little gratitude. Oh, my brother, he, my brother wasn't bit, there. My brother was. If my he, brother your brother's was there, mad too. Going, why didn't you yeah, call me, mom? Did, Both of you guys it? are mad. Yeah. So she she tries it. And she's like, I'll never try it again, right? Because she was like almost fell over. I was oh, this and that. And I was like, first of all, yeah. First of all, you shouldn't have been drinking with it, right? For your first time. Second of all, you know, you you, you took it from you know our nephew, which you know that we're. I mean, not that we're professionals, but we're definitely more professionals than. He is at 18 The 17-year-old kid. Yeah, the 17, 18-year-old yeah. that's got a brownie that his buddy made, you know? So, and, and so, but but it's just that, that that happens to so many of us, you know, that are that are starting to turn, you know, like that, that corner around to, well, let me try it. And then someone just gives them some freaking, you know, wobbler and they're just going, oh, 
oh, you know, this is stupid. I can't believe I did that. And that's the unfortunate part is, you know, and, and that's why our message is so important. It's start low. You can always, you know, dose up. You can't dose down, you know. And, and that's what we preach on the show, too. That's a, By yeah. the way, you guys, everything you've been describing is everything that we preach on this show on a consistent yeah. basis. It's yeah. always microdose, and for those start who low, listen, don't. Low, and if low. you're a consumer, then you're a consumer. You don't need to know. Them. You know it. If you're if helping you know somebody, it. help them out and give them a half. Like if you got a five milligram, take a half a bite of that. Start yeah. with two and a half. You know what I mean? Like, don't even go. That's what we tell yeah. people all the time. So just to let you know what we're spreading the word about, the yeah. truth. We don't, so we everything don't you guys that. are doing, we love you guys. If there's anything that we can do, Dr. Russo, is there anything else that you'd like to spread the word about and share before we let you guys go? Uh, no, it's just great to have this opportunity to get the word out about how we're trying to uh, support independent cannabis breeders and give them an outlet for their work. No, well, thank you guys. Anybody else? I know, Dale, you're going to be on tomorrow with us, so pipe down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Mojave, what about you, Nisa? No, I was going to say just the same as what, what Ethan just said. And actually, it goes beyond that. It actually speaks to the consumer, that we're trying to connect the consumer with the varieties that the independent, independent breeders have, have developed that really have a lot of value. I love it. And VP of Business Development <laughs> over here, Nisha. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity. I would encourage people to visit our website at breedersbest.com. On the About page, uh, you'll find some resources to the things that our whole team has produced beyond Breeders Best. So if people want to learn more about dosing or growing or IP, then they can... What is this, Grease Lightning over here? Is that the ringtone from Grease Lightning? Ding, 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 ding. Welcome to summer school. (laughs) 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 Fucking Bohavio. I love it. That's the end of Cannabis Talk 101. Spring break. Here you go. 2022, Dr. Russo. (laughs) Well, guys, we want to thank you guys for joining Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.